0: To this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast, my name is Cameron. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, and this is our podcast. I haven't done an intro in like forever, so I'm trying to remember exactly what's going on. What I'm supposed to do? I think what I'm supposed to do is introduce the other hosts, and one of them is known as my friend Ryan. Ryan, how you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Thanks, Cameron. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah, no problem,
0: right. Yeah, no problem. You know, this was this was my idea for a show, so <laughs> I don't know, it's great to have you. Well, on this spe- my show.
1: this specific one was your idea for a show, so
0: that's true. Yeah, uh, but... For all those people who might have seen the title card today, uh, last <laughs> month and a half or so, we've been doing special episodes. You know, the whole name of our podcast is "I'd Like a Refund," and we haven't really been talking about getting any refunds. Uh, unless you're going to Ryan's park because then all your shit gets stolen and you're like, hey, I'd <laughs> like a refund, but um... I'd, like,
1: I'd like a refund on the results from <laughs> yours and Chris's decision at the end of that episode.
0: So um, but yeah, and then of course our other guest our other guest, our other host <laughs> This is Ryan and I's podcast and Joel's yeah. just hit just <laughs> the cats. Our our other host, Joel.
2: I like how you got uh, my friend ryan and i got the other guest oops i mean the other host joel
0: <laughs> yeah well uh sorry that's just how it goes <laughs> uh, he
1: said sorry so there you go you know what yeah i can't i can't say anything. the man's the men's just getting out of COVID brain like we can't be too hard on him for that.
0: that's true i'm all better as i said as i, I said to ryan anything.
1: in a text message uh he always has COVID
2: brain that's true. Ryan does, along. or I always do. No, you. He I said, said something along yeah. those lines. He said yeah. No, and yeah. he was like, he was like, "Oof." And I said, "I'm sorry." And he said, "Don't apologize to me."
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's it's true. It's, it's not the worst.
1: It's not the worst thing that Joel's ever said to you, so or about you.
0: Wow. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was talking, I was talking to my my parents about the podcast shout out because uh, shout out to my parents and they've been saying they've really liked the last couple of months of content. They feel like the episodes have been, (laughs) they said the episodes have been really good and yeah. And and they said, one of the reasons why we like them so much is everyone seemed so positive in the past few episodes. Mm. And I said, well, that's not the thing with our show. We're negative in general. You were,
2: you know, Not it's always. It's hard to be mean
1: to you when you're like dying.
0: <laughs> well,
1: yeah, we just know. hit a like a cross section where like you were, you had the vid, and I couldn't walk still. So Joel was like, "Well, it's just like and I was it's, just, fat. it's just like punching down for him if he makes fun <laughs> of
0: us at that point." <laughs> I mean, he had no problem making a uh, broken leg puns.
1: No, nah, he yeah, but never anything vicious. Like he didn't drive over here and like pushed me over like you know one, like one did person that? did so <laughs> because because i know ryan couldn't run over and fight me no not cr- <laughs> i still couldn't i still can't run i'm i can barely do stairs at this point i had to like you get, know what, i had to like get off the bus at work and i'm doing like one step at a time and all these people are stuck behind me and i'm like sorry <laughs> sorry excuse me pardon me it's
0: very you know, you know what ryan said earlier i can't believe i'm He's... the only one on this podcast that hasn't had covid or that has had covid sorry Oh, that, no, no! That's I had tot- it.
1: yeah. He had it or very. Wait, John, early I on. thought
0: you said you had had it.
1: No, I had it. He had it early on. It was like, it was
2: like my last like month at WB. I got it because uh, I got. I remember that. I interviewed for my job while I had COVID and I did it virtually. And they were like, "You want to come in?" I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, um, it's just me. Speaking of being mean, Cameron. You know what Ryan told me earlier? Uh oh. So this is, is going to be some baseball talk. I know you don't keep up with baseball too much. Oh, yeah. Um, I got I got but baseball. the Yankees basically were like, hey, Aroldis Chapman is not going to be a Yankee next year. It's true. Um, and then Ryan was like, if Aroldis Chapman comes back, I'm going to punch you in
1: the face. <laughs> I did say that, yeah. I said, <laughs> why me? Because yeah, You're going be, to be the closest one by me. You want to enact said, the violence closest. onto Joel? And I said,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's I was so like, sometimes. what about
1: Cameron? It's not going to be and Cameron. Then, you were going to be the closest person to me when that happens. So, but I did. I did. Are we telling you like that,
0: emotionally or physically?
1: No, like physically. Okay. But I also Cameron was about to be real offended. I know. I would never say that. <laughs> but like, I also did tell you that you could punch me back. So
2: yeah, I asked if I could punch him back. Yeah, and he said yes. Yeah, it's a, fr- said, it's a free. Yes, country.
1: it's a free country. Yeah, I mean it is. Yeah, you know, unless you like want to afford things, then it's not. I think. If I come over there. When we talk be two about? Sounds, offended. Me hitting you
2: twice
0: and things that <laughs> stick with me. I just remember when I accidentally shaved part of my beard off and then had to shave my entire face. Yeah, I already know what he's going to say. And I say, left yeah. the mustache, and the next text message was from Ryan, and I was just messing around with the stash, and Ryan said, "Well, now we know. Now we know." There's at least one person the mustache doesn't look good on.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> mustaches, like, are, mustaches are real hard to pull off.
0: Well, it was right after Top Gun, and, like, everyone mm. was doing oh, the mustache yeah. look.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I have a photo in my camera reel saved of me with just a mustache. I've never shown it to anybody, but I have You know
2: what, Cameron? At least you can grow a mustache. Also true. Yes. let's' My beard if is I, super if, patchy. If I didn't shave for, like, patchy. a month, I would still look pretty similar. <laughs> I've
1: never to seen like you now. with, like, any, like, substantial any facial, facial hair. hair yeah. Like, he's, I, I've I seen – I have that picture of you eating the tiger tail, and if I zoom in, I can see, like, little whiskers, but they're, like, very yeah. patchy. That's all I've <laughs> got.
2: There's times, like, if I, like, don't shave for a little bit, like, around, like, the lower part of my chin and kind of closer to, like, my sideburns, it starts getting, like, you know, quote-unquote long – but it's like not very long like
1: i noticed it because like, like i could feel it mm-hmm.
2: but yeah no like i mean where you're at right now ryan like yeah. that would be a miracle <clears> if <throat> i got that far this is
1: this grew in four days what i have
2: right wow. two hours yeah my, 50, my, my hair grows
1: really fast
0: this has been a few months
1: there was a dude i used to work with that literally had to shave every single morning well, I mean, I knew I knew people like in high school, like you know, I went to a private school, so like you couldn't have any facial okay. hair. Like, they were, no, they <laughs> were. Hey, why this really, is the first I've heard of this. They're, they're really good
0: at uh, growing hair in private schools. <laughs> no,
1: but like they, it was like a mandatory <clears throat> thing. Like if you showed up with facial hair, you get detention. <clears throat> it was bullshit. I hated it. It was terrible. What's What's your private school sexist? called? It was a Catholic school. It was called Cathedral. Oh. Yeah, and it's uh, You it know, was,
0: Ryan's a good little Catholic boy. Say oh, yeah. one
1: Hail Mary. Uh, I could do it, yeah. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee.
0: Did you have any priest friends? Uh,
1: priest friends? No, yeah. I, I didn't have any priest friends. I stayed <clears> away <throat> from the priest. I, I look at the news.
0: <laughs> you were in Boston, <laughs> weren't you? What? <laughs> what? Where, didn't you grow up? I'm kidding. You didn't grow up in Boston. Did you grow up in, in Jersey? You grew up in Jersey, right? And then It's it, close then enough it to Boston.
1: No, to... nah, how dare uh, you, sir?
0: There was that no, whole movie. I, I'd about have to ship. I'd have to ship. No. Priests.
1: 310 to Boston. We have to ship up to Boston. OAO. So. Ah. <laughs> um, no, it's, I'm a Jersey boy. Like the Clint Eastwood movie.
0: Oh. You sing.
3: Shit.
1: I do all right, yeah. Chet Wanamaker. Who? Dude, Chet Wanamaker. Chet Wanamaker. Oh. Uh, he's all right.
0: He's in he a theme a, park right now.
1: He's an original. <laughs> he's stu- uh, he's song performing out of outside of the theme park that's not been built park. yet. We just sent him to uh, that land that Joel (laughs) plotted out, and he's just hanging out as a street performer. He's like, wait, why is this thing going down?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Cameron, uh, the other day you mentioned that your mom has been enjoying the the Mad Libs. Yes. Are we doing one of those again? So, that said... I don't have one. Yeah, I didn't think continue. so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not think he had one. Sorry, mom. Fake out. I uh, I like, like halfway through my day at work
1: earlier, I was like, oh, I gotta put one together, and then just didn't. <laughs> I mean, again, like we haven't done one of these, in, it's been like six weeks at this point now. So
0: yeah, yeah, all, yeah I had to
1: watch. I had to watch a movie this it's week. It's like, it's like. I know re- it's so strange. It's like. You know rele- I hate that. It's like relearning how to walk. Like it takes a lot. It's a lot more difficult than you'd think it is. Watching,
0: Watching a movie. Well, no, not you know we've been not, so
1: not all of us are
2: privileged enough to have to relearn how to walk and understand that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Check I your bought,
0: privilege. You know the I last movie I saw in the theaters before I saw Triangle of Sadness was the Avatar re release.
1: This is a good time.
0: That wow. was a long time ago. Yeah, I typically see like three, four movies three a week. Ago. That was, especially that was now a with ago. all sorry, Ryan, go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying that was a while ago.
0: Yeah, especially with all of like the um the test screenings I've been going to, I swear to god. I go to, like, two, three test screenings a week. You can make a whole mm-hmm. career out of it. Like, the one, I'm going to one tomorrow. I just got an email. They're going to give us a $30 gift card for going. A Visa gift card for going.
2: That is a living. That's nice.
0: I, I mean, you, you put, you know, if you do one of those a week, you're making, you know, 120 that's, that's, bucks a month. That's, Cameron, that's,
2: that's, like, less than minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, if it's, like, a two-hour. 30, a $30 I, Visa gift card for, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie, that's, like... Twelve fifty an yeah, hour. Yeah, but
0: they're paying me to go to a movie.
2: Yeah, but you—it's not easy to make a living. But you're off, saying right? like you have if to it do would a, a your, few it, movies a day. Well, you're I don't like mean it like it a legitimate
0: living. I mean like it's That's a good amount said. of money. That's what you well, said. Well, it was—it yeah. was hyperbolic for comedic reasons. If the court reporter reads back, the... <laughs> 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 it was an exaggeration. I mean, you can make—it's decent money. Someone go to the movie theater.
2: I know what it is. Thirty dollars is thirty dollars. It's like a thought. With Another Thoughts hat on. What? I, I was quoting Community. I understand.
0: I don't remember that episode. What episode is
2: when, it? I don't remember the, what episode it is, but Britta says something, and Jeff's like, somebody explain to Britta what a, mm-hmm. what a metaphor is. She goes, I know what it is. It's like a thought. <laughs> oh, another okay. Thoughts hat on Yeah. <laughs> and, Jeff, and Jeff's kind of like, well, she's, she's
1: not wrong. Yeah, it's pretty accurate, actually.
0: I've said this before. I think it was at a, a bar.
2: No, no, no. It was at the table. Was it at the table? It was in the study room, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, the
3: table?
2: Um, I've said this before in, in private. I don't think I've ever said this on the <laughs> show, but the more and more I watch the show, the more Britta becomes my favorite character on the show.
1: Really? When you get yeah. excited and you go, oh, Britta's in this. Oh, Britta's in this? No, but you don't uh, say it like why that. Why
0: would you say it? Why, why do you think that?
1: I think
2: it was so fascinating like what she was in the first season. Yeah. And then... They completely like flip flopped that, which could have been like tragic. Yeah. And I don't think it was. And I think maybe it maybe I what I should say is I think Gillian Jacobs is my favorite like plays her character the best on the show. Which is hard to say because everyone does such a so good job yeah. But like if you watch her when <clears throat> she's not delivering lines like, Britta is so freaking funny. Yes. Like, the way she reacts to things, even when, obviously, when she is delivering lines, like, she's very physically funny on top of just being written well and then just, you know, performing as as a whole, you know, the, the way she delivers lines and stuff. But, like, there are so many times where something else is happening,
1: and I'm laughing at what Britta's doing because it's like, what, like, what is yeah. she doing? You, you know? know what? I'm going to ask the question that nobody's ready for. I'm going to ask it. Favorite character in Community. I, just, I mean, I guess I just said it. Is it is it Britta? Are you? I, are you I guess I would have it? to
2: say Britta. I mean, if it's not her, then it, obviously it's got to be Ovid for me. But mm-hmm. interesting, Cameron. What about you? Uh,
0: Troy. <laughs> yeah, Troy's my Troy. Yeah, Troy's. He's, well. he's, he's so, so yeah. good. The show took a massive. <clears throat> I don't want to okay, say quality this, dive, but it just felt insanely different without him.
2: It's very different. But yeah. I was just telling my sister this the other day. A lot of people hate
1: season six It's <clears throat> I really enjoy it it's fine I wouldn't say it's like obviously up there with it's not you know, it's not a great season of community but it's a good season of a television show Frankie and Elroy both have Elroy's some great. great moments
0: Elroy's mm-hmm. great. yeah they're yeah no yeah it's it's. I wonder if they'll be in the movie
1: Padgett Brewster said the other day yeah. that she wanted to be
2: imagine they have her as the it lady again be funny she's she's not frankie she's just the it lady would be pretty
1: funny that movie like i know we gotta we gotta start wrapping this up and really get into things but that movie (laughs) we gotta we gotta see what gets announced with that because i know like there's so many rumors about casting Mm -hmm. like even dan came out the other day because like somebody asked him if chevy could be in it and he didn't say no he just said i don't know if it's even possible (laughs) legally
2: well i mean he yeah but besides that like he died the character spoiler. Spoiler alert for somebody actually who I know is listening to this and is in the middle
1: of watching the show. Uh, Oops, it's always good, Oops. Always good to give a spoiler alert after you. I am actually going to text this person right now. <laughs> you have to timestamp this. They're like sixteen, um, or like no, like we're probably like twelve minutes in. You're gonna have to let them know. Um, um, well, oh, yeah, but if any character in that show would were to fake their own death, it would have been Pierce. So
2: true. Um, yeah, is
0: the route it is It was funny because my dad when he called me he called me the other day and he's like hey you know that show you used to watch and dragon like, tales you, <laughs> which yeah and he's like community <laughs> i'm like yeah he said well apparently they're gonna make, make a movie now <laughs> and i'm like yeah i saw it. he goes i really enjoyed that show it was <laughs> really funny it's like he didn't he never watched like you know every episode but it was just like when i had it on the living room he would do that dad thing where they like come out and they stand there for like yeah 15 minutes watching the show six episodes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he'd be like oh this is really funny um but yeah even my dad was excited by the news that's
2: good it's gonna be a good
1: time i'm looking forward to
0: it um but with that why don't we you know around movie, the bush
1: let's talk about a movie we're maybe not as excited <laughs> to talk about
0: thank you Joel. I just saw the, the Ryan I he, heard it okay well yeah um, <laughs> so everyone this week we remember laughing at his own I, I thought it was hilarious um so I liked cocky. it I
1: thought it was good even though I talked over it
0: <clears throat> so getting for those of you who
1: It's great, kid. Don't get penisy.
0: (laughs) ...are unaware if you started, you know, tuning in within the last six weeks and you don't know what our whole gimmick is. And you
1: don't don't look at titles before you...
0: Yeah, you know, we typically talk about movies that we saw that we were disappointed with. And hypothetically, we would say, I'd like a refund. Uh, And the movie we chose this week, and the movie I specifically chose this week, was... PTAs, I believe it was 1997. Correct. Uh, 1997 Parent film. Parent Teacher
2: Association.
0: <laughs> Boogie Nights. Um, can <clears> I <throat> can I say if his something? initials were different? He would be Pat. That's true.
1: Or if, if <clears throat> his initials were be, were different, he'd be Apt. Or Tap. <clears throat> yeah, look at that, Cameron. i would be fair. I, yeah. I have to interject here just for yeah. like one quick second because yeah. a thought crossed my mind. Yeah. Uh, when you told us that this was the movie you wanted to do yeah you know obviously on this show a lot has been revealed about your past and like your restrictions that you had in terms of like what you could watch growing up yeah if you had told me hey ryan pick a movie that you could almost guarantee that cameron has never seen because (laughs) he definitely was not allowed in any capacity to watch it i probably would have picked this so the fact that you've seen this honestly floored me. I was stunned by the fact that you've seen this movie. And I know, like, you like PTA. I get it. But I never expected this to be a movie that you had seen. And I'm curious to find out when you actually first saw it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Joel, were you going to say something?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't. Probably at some I point you will.
0: All right. Well, I, I can answer your question. Well, right. no. I was okay. just going to say... Oh. Uh,
2: Co- Common Sense Media <laughs> gives gives it four stars. So he is gonna say something. <laughs> um, yeah, Common Sense Media gives it four stars. Oh, not for kids. What their not rank, how does their ranking system work again? It does says, four, not does like
1: five kids or adults need to watch? Does that like like the higher the rating, the less inclined you should be to watch it? Is that how that works again? I forgot.
2: Uh no, it like so, they'll give it like a legit. Story, okay, like, so oh, it's we like think a, this movie's like this good, a f- but so it's a f- and, but four then in five.
1: like the comments, <laughs> it's like should you watch this yeah you have to bathe in holy water after you watch it or during
0: Ooh, sensual um a lot of interest also just so everyone knows (laughs) if you you know this episode will probably have some sensitive uh subjects in it uh because of the type of because of what the movie is about what's Uh, it about sex pornography yeah it's a porn movie yeah yes it's about porn it's about porn actors and We've
1: made a two and a half hour movie about
0: porn. <clears throat> yeah, so. Well it's actually funny you mentioned most that.
1: of those are usually only like <clears throat> 20, 30 minutes, so
0: it's actually funny you mention that. Uh because it was between two movies for me this week. Uh both by P, uh, both by PTA. Um oh, okay. <clears throat> I know Interest I have a very complicated relationship with him. Um
1: I'm sure he feels the same it way. It was either
0: <laughs> it was either this or Magnolia. Um, and oh, I that didn't want to watch. <clears throat> would you say?
1: That would have been fun to watch. I've never seen that
0: one. <clears throat> and I didn't want to sit through 3 hours of Magnolia again. So you uh, picked
1: 2 hours and 40 minutes
0: of Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, cuz it was the shorter movie. <laughs> Trust me, you'll thank me later. Next, you'll thank me when you see Magnolia. I do not understand the praise for that movie whatsoever. Very much like I I didn't understand the praise for this movie uh, when I watched it the first time.
1: I um, need an answer to my question, <clears throat> Cameron. I yeah, was I'm trying this? To answer
0: I'm trying to think
1: <clears throat> there's no way you were under the age of like 17
0: i i'm trying to no think way. of when i watched maybe even like t- maybe even like 20 for like, the I, first time i can't remember if it was in high school or in college um
1: i wouldn't even begin to think that high school you was ready for boogie nights
0: dude i went and saw i went and saw wolf of wall street at 16 years old
1: that's not the same. This is a complete this is like I know what you're like I know there's like similar themes and like sex, drugs, violence, things like that. But this movie like just on the face of it is telling you this movie is about porn. Like, I they actually don't, they don't hide it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's actually I I legitimately do not remember when I saw this movie. I can't remember if it was in high school or in college. Mm- my thought while watching it was, oh, I'm excited to watch this movie. I heard it's very good. Um, it's PTA. I'm, th- I'm thinking it might have been after Phantom Thread because I wanted to watch his work after I saw Phantom Thread. By- I th- so in-
1: you're like, oh, Phantom Thread was great. I need to watch more of his stuff. Watch his Boogie Nights <clears throat> and then Magnolia. And you're like, oh, maybe I don't need to watch yeah,
0: his So stuff. Magnolia was actually recent. I think I saw that while i was my most recent within my most recent move to los angeles so Mm -hmm. since may so i i legitimately can't remember when i watched boogie nights uh but what i do remember is watching it and going wow that sucked both figuratively and literally um
1: how many of those jokes are you gonna crack in this episode
0: well how many cracks did we see in the movie
1: a decent amount (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> two cool. different types also yeah i know it was like a triple entendre there um but yeah so yes that i again i i don't know exactly when i watched this i just remember watching it and going i legitimately do not understand why this movie has the praise it does and there are a few reasons why i thought that uh, and you know, of course, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. But I'm interested, Ryan. I was going through your letterbox, um, mm-hmm. and as I do with all of my friends. I go through their letterbox, see what they've looked at and watched a lot of recently. And I I've noticed that ca- you I've been doing a lot of catch up in the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> I noticed so. that you actually watched Boogie Nights recently, uh, before yeah, I even brought I, this up.
1: I was gonna I was gonna touch on this, and I'm sure Joel is gonna have a comment about it as well because he commented on it when you first told us about the movie, um, Boogie Nights. On September 30th, left Netflix, and it was a movie that I had always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, let me check this out before it goes." So on like 29th, I was home. I I was I was just in the boot, so I wasn't really going anywhere. I don't even think I was walking yet at that point. Um, so I was like, "Oh, let me just watch this," and I did. And I'm very happy that I did because after you picked it, I just started laughing because I was like, "Oh man, somebody's gonna pay for this one." It just missed the deadline by yeah. like a week, and that somebody is our dear friend who is now ready to comment on that. I I mean I know I've done it too, but
2: there's been like multiple times now that Cameron's picked a movie that like just left streaming. Yeah, it and feels up bad. We to buy it. Feels, feels, bad, feels bad, man. Bad, man. <laughs> um but i mean it was like three dollars or whatever yeah but it's just like it's just so funny because it's like oh you you could have picked this a week ago and it would have been free i can't yeah i can't um, believe it but it's fine i guess
0: so yeah um <laughs> cool so
2: yes sir phenomenal host let's
0: yeah let's talk about the movie ryan um <clears throat> I, I think in, in i i might be wrong because i haven't checked since i first right? saw Did it I
1: do four um, that seems high to yeah. my knowledge i believe
0: you gave boogie yeah. nights four stars on yeah because
1: i i yeah three seems about three
0: right. was it three? it three okay um <clears throat> let's break let's okay. talk some okay. shop let's break it um down. so let's just i mean let's talk about yeah let's talk let's talk about this movie so obviously pca you know very famous director and um you know loves San loves the San Fernando Valley. Uh, pretty clear that all of his movies, even you know, even though this one was not nearly as much of a of, of a love letter to San Fernando Valley as Licorice Pizza was, um, <clears throat> you know, very much about the area. And I think the the thing with, uh, I think both the strength and the weakness of PTA mm-hmm. is how much. His movies are often about nothing. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. His movies are very much about theme rather than plot. And at some points it works really, really well in Boogie Nights. Um again, my initial when I watched this movie the first time, I was like, I was bored out of my mind, and I do not understand why this movie was so good and you know I feel like we've all had movies where we've watched it once we didn't like it and the second time mm-hmm. we went back and we enjoyed it a lot like for me Grand Budapest Hotel I've told you guys that multiple times I thought Grand Budapest Hotel sucked the first time I watched it bonkers
2: yeah I, I and I, I go I, back
0: and watch it now I'm like what the hell was I thinking Um, and you know this again might be you know showing my hand a little bit too early Um, I I look back. I look. I watch *Boy Nights now, and okay. I don't think it's as bad as it, I thought it was when I watched it the first time. That being said, I also don't think it's that great. It's it. Yeah, it's I high. do still think that because yeah, this movie has like a 93% on Rotten Tomato. It has an 85 on Metacritic, 85 on Metacritic, which is massive. Um, but there were a lot of things this time that I was a lot more appreciative of than I was the first time I watched it. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's, you know, uh, you know, understanding or having a better concept of filmmaking in general. Um, but I still have, I, there's still some things I have some big issues with overall. Um, and we'll dive in more of those, but uh, where are your guys' thoughts?
2: Um, so this is the first time I've seen this. <clears throat> um, and I got like, some people might find this sacrilegious to say to kind of compare the two though i don't think it is so maybe yeah. others won't. won't. yeah um but like i was getting big time pulp fiction vibes yes this.
0: okay that's something um, i really wanted like, to talk about
2: big time no. pulp fiction i know vibes exactly what i know exactly um, what you're saying and i don't mean that in a bad way i without without showing my hand too early like i think what makes what may make this movie rough for a lot of people is the subject matter um just because it's like i mean it's a pretty graphic film and so i think for some people that might be like hard to get through and look past like in terms of like trying to like take in a story when all this other stuff is happening simultaneously i think is sometimes hard for some people um i'm not saying like specifically here on the show just like in general Mm -hmm. um but like i mean you're completely right like it's it's much more a film based around the themes that it's trying to portray and or convey as opposed to like the actual story that you're watching Mm -hmm. because the story itself, I wouldn't say it's all over the place. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a mess, but it kind of is like broken up in a way that it's like, you never really feel like you get like in the individual parts of the story never feel like they're completed. You kind of just like, I felt like I got like pieces of Mm -hmm. the story, but never like resolutions for all of the pieces Um, but that said like Mm -hmm. it was a very well crafted Mm -hmm. film like I think in terms of filmmaking it's like it was it's a very well made film and what I like the most about it I'd say and this is a point we've all made with other films is he knew exactly what he wanted this to be and you can tell he made it exactly what he wanted Mm -hmm. it to be you know it wasn't like something where it seems like he was maybe confused or had mixed ideas and like no, it was very clear. He had standard a clear idea of what this was supposed like, to he's be. He's very methodical he with his, that, with his
1: know, films and that's so. why he's not one of these directors that churns one out. Like, yeah, every no, year. absolutely. He takes time and figures out exactly what mm-hmm. he wants to do with it and he executes it and then it's just a matter of whether as an audience mm-hmm. member you liked what he made or not. It's very art housey. Like that's just how he is. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and that's the thing. It's like, like you, you just summed it up perfectly. And I know it's the case for any movie, but it's like, not everyone's going to gel with this mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know what I mean? But I think what matters most at the end of the day is that he was true to what he wanted to make. He wasn't trying to make something that was going to be, you know, well received by everybody as high as it may be rated. Like, I don't think he cared about that at the end of the day, you know, like he mm-hmm. cared about making the movie he wanted to make and he did.
0: Well, you know, and Ryan, I know you're gonna talk about what you thought about the movie um, in a moment, but I just, I, I, I think it's really interesting because I don't know if you guys, like, I remember when I watched this movie, I was really interested by the movie itself, not necessarily like I didn't like the movie, but like the production and like the like the actual creation of the movie, I thought was really interesting. Um, and so there were a lot of things that I liked about back then um, about like, <clears throat> yeah, about the production of it. And then even finding out more things about it, um, you know, today when I was researching it, like this movie, as it's I don't know if you guys saw this, this movie was based off of a short film mm-hmm. that PTA made when he was in high school. Uh, the short film was called Dirk Diggler uh, you know story or something this, the Dirk Diggler story or something like that mm-hmm. um, which I think is fascinating um, then it comes uh, so Joel one of the things that you were talking about about the stories not being finished and this is something I remember uh, reading when I first watched the movie is PTA specifically set out to make a movie With characters who didn't change. He said, Mm. so many times, there's, you know, every movie, there's typically arcs, and you see change with the characters. You see these things. And he said, he said, I did, he said, I wanted to make a movie where the characters were the same from the beginning to the end. Like, there wasn't, obviously, you know, there were changes in who they were and what they did or whatever, but like, there wasn't like any big redemption arcs. At the core, they were, yeah. They they were the same people which i think and again what you were saying is he did exactly what he wanted to do exactly that's so different than so many films right this idea of change this idea of like arcs and you know and Right? Like, if you were to submit a screenplay to a, you know, an agent or a competition or whatever, and the characters were the exact same from the beginning to the end, they'd be like, well, what the fuck is this? You know, they'd be like, this, mm-hmm. this isn't how you make a movie. Um, and obviously, when you get to a certain level, you don't have to play by those rules. Um, but, uh, you know, specifically talking about where you were uh, mentioning Joel, something that he set out to do. Um, yeah. yeah um, like yeah, I said, I just seen it. But Ryan, go ahead. For the I'd love to hear time. your thoughts about the movie. Um,
1: I agree with everything that you guys have said so far in terms of, like, on a technical <clears throat> aspect. Like, there's no real flaw with the film in terms of that. It's very well executed <clears throat> for what it is supposed to be. Um, and I, when I first watched it, I told myself, like, yeah, I think I like that. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, but I already knew right away like it's not something that I would want to watch again, so maybe maybe I don't think it's that good. I, I'm I'm waffling mm-hmm. a little bit the more that I think about it, but I'm sure like as we discussed, maybe I'll fall on a line somewhere. The thing that bothers me, and uh, you guys touched on it briefly uh, with this film, is that I don't really like I. I'm a big story guy when it comes to f- films. Like that's just the avenue that I go down. Like if you tell me a good story with well acted mm-hmm. characters, I could get past anything else. Like you know, a short film shot on an iPhone can be a masterpiece mm-hmm. if you have a, if you're telling a good story with the right talent. I truly believe that. Um, not to take away from any of the technical aspects, some of the stuff that people are mm-hmm. able to do is just magical, and it it will only help your film. I think with this film it's not that the story it's not that the story was bad I just don't know if there's even a good story to tell with what he was trying to do in this because you know it's a it's a it's like a fully gutted cast like there's so many people in this movie and there's so many it doesn't feel like like you brought Mm -hmm. up Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction you kind of know fairly early on like we're branching off to these different parts and At times, they'll intersect, and at times, they won't, and you'll just have to go along for the ride. With this one, it was all really, like, just centered on Dirk Diggler for, like, the first half, and then when, like, the change comes and, like, he starts going down his dark path and whatever, then it branches out to, like, all these different side stories that, like, we've only, like, had, like, little snippets of. Before that, like all the stuff with like Julianne Moore's character and like her custody battle, and then all the stuff with Don Cheadle and like him trying to, you know, him trying to like get out of the game basically, and then all the stuff with Roller Girl, which is that scene. I'm sure we'll talk about that scene. Um, But uh, it just feels like very disconjointed, and it didn't need to be. Like, not that I really cared for the story of Dirk Diggler all that much, but if you had stayed down that path Mm -hmm. and just kind of intertwined it in a different way. I think maybe you could tell a better story. Um, but like we said, PTA doesn't really, well, I don't think it's fair to say he doesn't care about those things. It's not the most important thing that he looks for when making his films. <clears throat> so I can't really fault him for that. Like, I, I don't think he did. I don't think this is a bad film. I think he's a good director. I have yet to like really vibe with any movie that he's made so far. I've seen three of them and two of them. This is my favorite one of the three. Cause the other two, I just really didn't like. Um, so he just his style just might not be for me, but I'm not going to discredit his ability as a, his ability as a director because, like we said, like it's not what's up, What people make is not going to be for everybody.
0: It's it's funny because the way that you just described what you didn't like about um, this movie, Probably, I can guarantee yeah. you would despise Magnolia. Because Magnolia is essentially a bunch of stories that have literally nothing to do with each other.
1: Yeah, the resolution. And you don't even the, get resolution the resolution in this is um, well, it's so <laughs> not really much of a resolution. Yeah, the ending was dirt even going what the, back I mean, to I just this movie Jack's house and be like, I want to shoot was. more porn videos with you, and then everybody's there yeah
0: like also real quick the first time burt reynolds introduces himself Mm -hmm. i would have sworn yes i
2: he's jack
1: warner
0: that's what i thought he said does he not say that
1: well Well, burt reynolds wasn't having that having that great of a time
0: oh my god i thought i was like oh jack warner interesting
1: i mean from what I yeah this i want to touch on this yeah go for it right trivia section for all the all of our information that we get um this is a role that burt reynolds turned down a myriad of times and it got to the point (laughs) where it almost got to like harassment levels where pta kept calling him and burt was like i'm not doing this you have to stop calling me and pta was like great that's the energy you need to bring into this character (laughs) it's like dude like let it just let it sit but eventually he he did it and it seemed like he just regretted it from the start because like he didn't do any promotional stuff when it came out he won a golden globe for it and it was nominated for an academy award and he was i i think i saw like with the golden globe like he like he wasn't even there um yeah yeah he wasn't even there yeah yeah he just did he yeah, just I think for the did academy not want to be so was this there. film and they're, they're,
0: for the nomination um yes apparently he apparently he yes. wanted to fire his agent or he did fire his agent after he saw a rough cut of the movie yeah because he, he, he was did, so he pissed did, yeah he did fire that his agent. he that the agent like said that like he had to do it he fired his agent that's so inter. it's so interesting to me and like and like I don't know if you guys and again this is why I thought was so interesting is like the production of this movie uh it kind of goes with what didn't Christian Bale do Christian Bale did an interview the other day yeah it was for Amsterdam And he said something to the fact of like, every guy in Hollywood owes their career to Leonardo DiCaprio Mm -hmm. because every single male role is just a role that Leonardo DiCaprio. And he recommended Mark Wahlberg. Leo turned down the main role for Dirk Diggler in this movie. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's a Marky Mark. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg,
0: he looks so young at the beginning of this movie. It was crazy. It's when he was beating up people. Crazy how young he looked in the beginning of this movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix almost played the main role, but he turned it down. I mean, and that's like funny to say that because, like, you look at the the cast of
1: characters in this, like, it's a like, there's not even like a person that like was like that faded away after this came out. All of these people, you know, the ones that are still with us, were like still working a shit ton after this came out, like it's it's impressive like every once in a while we get an ensemble film and like yeah like somebody just somebody won't click and they they won't really have a career out of this this one like the top eight build people like were like top tier hollywood stars and it's really impressive
0: Yeah, yeah 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 um i see i i'm trying to think of like i'm still trying to go back and think when I watched this movie and part of me thinks I might have watched it in high school because I think uh, oh, watching geez. Julianne Moore was like where I got my interest in like redheads because I think that I think that might have redheads? done because I, I, I very yet? vividly remember Julianne Moore oh movie. okay yes
1: <laughs> Man, uh, how'd, Brown. That, how'd that work out
0: No, yeah. I dated a redhead in high school though so oh
1: okay I mean, it's one of the movie theater girls. It's movie theater girl. We're not dating anymore. Like, ro- like Roller Girl. It's movie so. theater girl. <laughs> movie theater girl, one, it two. It was, or three.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's one of the movie theater girls. Shouts. Look at, the, look at this guy. Now growing. I've only dated two girls who haven't worked at movie theaters. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so back to the movie. One of the things of you discussed, did. Ryan, was. Yeah, or Joelle, oh, actually. Said that was how close it felt to Pulp Fiction. And one of the big things, and literally one of the things that turned me off to the movie the most, and I still think it, uh, feel like it, is, no, I definitely did not see this before Phantom Thread, because I watched this movie before, is knowing it was PTA, now that I'm recalling this, because I remember watching this movie and going, oh, this guy is just trying to replicate... Tarantino,
3: <laughs>
0: because the final act, with you know the guys go to Alfred Molina's house yeah. and they try to fake yeah. you know do a Thomas drug Jane. deal. Thomas Jane. Fake, oh no, Aaron Eckhart you know, gets killed. Was off. it powdered sugar it or salt or, or whatever? Jane. I can't remember which uh, one soda. They look,
1: okay, they look very similar.
0: <laughs> Chew on that one, movie. audience. Um, and like they the music is. The the music is blaring and there's a gun and they play Russian roulette and I'm like I'm like this guy is just that it feels yeah, like that he's scene just ripped right out of off Tarantino. Tarantino. It felt like a Tarantino scene. Very, it felt it felt very much Tarantino, and as a whole, that scene just felt so. Well, that, I mean that's where, that's why the movie. third act like in this is, is the biggest issue
1: with the film in my opinion at all. nothing feels like it fits the movie anymore like it's a complete tonal shift it's a complete like stylized shift like everything changes in that third act and it's like it happens abruptly like very different it's like style. It, it I know there's like stories where like oh everything's going good and then it all mm-hmm. goes to shit and then we reconcile at the end like that's a tried and true practice that we see all the time. This one like souped it up to like a million though. Like this was like everything was flowing smoothly. And then all of a sudden we just cut and now it's all, everything's gone to shit and we're going to separate our cast and we're going to, you know, this guy's going to witness a murder and this person's going to lose their child. And this person's basically going to get raped. And then this person's going to get shot. It's just like, Oh my God, like, why is all of this happening? Like all of a sudden it just felt very fast. Like things just kind of fell apart very quickly.
0: yeah it's a very it was a very odd and i think again it's one of those things where it was just literally Mm -hmm. literally the it was the themes that pushed those things in the direction in that direction um yeah i kind of want to rewind and because uh, I we did kind of hop to the ending and Joel we were talking about the Pulp Fiction stuff. Is there anything you kind of want to add there? Because it was really that final scene where I like that was kind of the breaking point where I was always like already like I think this movie's boring. I don't like it. And then it got to the final scene. I'm like, this is literally just this guy trying to copy Kit Tarantino. It feels so out of place.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it was. There were bits and pieces, obviously, throughout the entire film. But like you said, once it gets to that final act, I mean, including like having the whole title card and everything. And, and I know we kind of got that throughout the film, but like that final act is really where it was like, this feels like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you know, like just a hundred percent feels like Pulp Fiction. And again, I, I don't necessarily see it in a bad way. I don't think it was a problem. Um, but like just a thousand percent get that vibe. You know? Yeah,
0: and to be fair, this movie came out in nineteen ninety seven. Which was three years after Pulp Fiction. Everyone was trying to do what Pulp Fiction just did, right? Pulp right. Fiction was this massive, independent, you know, booming film, and everyone was trying to replicate that. So you know, it's not like this is the only movie that had mm-hmm. you know was going for it. But uh, watching it, it was definitely the first time I was like, ah, I, ugh. um. So yeah. Anyway, our movie is yeah, about yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Dirk Diggler. What's his name? Is Eddie, right? <laughs> that scene is so.
1: And so his mom funny hates him. To me. Like thinks he's an idiot. They don't give you like any backstory as to like why Eddie like dropped out of high school and just started working. Like a lot of the times when that happens, it's like well, a lot of the times when that happens, it's usually like oh, I had to drop out of school to make some money because he's my family. But no, he's like a middle class family. Like so, he feels like he literally just dropped out to because he's dumb like is that it like is that was that the reason okay i didn't know Like, i didn't know what like if
0: there was yeah because he's stupid yeah um many drop is that were all the people that mean, drop out of high school go they um, all go into porn so you know and dirk <laughs> i mean seems like all of them makes sense sure some yeah, of them all of do them. In this movie, a lot of them, all of that them number care. That one hundred percent of the people who drop out in this movie go into porn. That's just a stat. That's just a stat. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know Dirk, Eddie. Just wanted- he's gifted okay. with something, because we're all gifted with one thing, in life, as he says. Uh, and Eddie and I have a very similar gift. Uh, no, uh, Eddie has a very large appendage uh one would even call it it's a film literally blank. it, yeah um and that's the whole basis of this movie that is like what this it, it sounds like a movie like the premise of the movie is something like you you'd think a bunch of high school kids came up with which interestingly enough that is what happened i'll take i'll uh, take it uh, one said, step further this guy the premise really of this movie
1: is, is this guy works at a club and this creepy old uh-huh. dude notices that he's packing and wants to hire him to work in the porn industry. <laughs> and that's... And then the guy says, yes, that's the movie. That's it.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, we see what happens to him. And I think what's really interesting, uh, again, kind of with the production of this movie... I, Joel, what did you watch this on? My phone. Like, what service? Amazon? <laughs> Amazon. Okay, so Amazon has the x-ray thing, which gives you a bunch of, like, trivia yeah, a little fun as facts. you're watching it. And it was so funny because almost all of the the trivia that was coming up was like, this person is based off of this person who is a porn star. This person was based off of this person who's a porn star. This person it's was like, based off of this it's person. It's like Sam like, Levinson Oh, wow, PTA here. did a lot of research uh, for this. <laughs> a lot of research. For his movie. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, the movie just... It was just a bunch of... People making porn. And that was the movie. And... Really, it just was so... Yeah, like, it's fine. I think the first act is pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Because like you said, that's... Ryan, that's where you get in the story, right? You're like, oh, okay, this guy, you know, he's got a big dick. Uh, and then after that, I thought everything else was especially like act two, I'm just like, okay, this movie is two hours and 35 minutes. Why, why is it need to, why is it need to, and I, I went and saw Triangle of Sadness, Sadness the other day. Uh, Sadness. Sadness. Um, and Triangle of Sadness, oh my God, Sadness Bro. is the same length of this movie. <laughs> and there was not a single second of that movie I was bored. Not a single second of that movie that was boring. And then I watched this movie today, same length. And by the time we got an hour in, I'm like, you're telling me I have another hour and a half of this shit.
2: It just starts to kind of feel like it's the same thing over and over again.
0: It's just like, oh, it's sad. We're sad. Everyone's sad. They're making bad decisions. And it's sad. It just got to a point where it was me, I'm just like, okay. Like, keep going. And... It's 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 again it's interesting because Paul Thomas uh, Anderson has come out and said like movies don't need to be longer than two hours. He said that in a recent interview. I think it was an interview he did for Liquor. Wait,
2: PTA said that or you said that? PTA
0: said that. Um, I agree with PTA on a lot of things in the film in the film world. He was also like the only director to come out and say like superhero movies aren't destroying film. They're good. They're keeping open theaters. He said that. Uh, which I think is very accurate. He's one of the
1: few. One of the few,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but he's not an old fossil like some of these other That's exactly that it. That stuff, um, so.
0: And so uh,
1: Francis Ford Coppola is like, back in my day, <laughs> you could make a three-hour movie of a bunch of Italian guys just talking. That's it. And he's like, those are the only kind of movies I want to see. And Martin Scores says, he's like, I see you and I hear you. And I'm gonna do the same thing. Love him. That's what we learned from this, from this experience. More (laughs) movies with old Italian guys.
0: Exactly it.
1: I want another movie where 80 year old Robert De Niro gets CGI. All right, all right. Let's not. Let's not kick the shit out of somebody.
0: That is an excellent (laughs) film. Let's not.
1: I just, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to sit through a three and a half hour movie at home. I just don't think
0: I could. Well, you split it into half um because that's how i Do watch they have
1: it an, is there an intermission break because if they built it an intermission i would do that
0: no i think it's separated into like chapters so i think oh
1: okay so so like snyder cut. there
0: is a pretty like there is a pretty good cut it in half um kind okay. of thing because that's how but i watched
1: they, if- it if they did it into chapters like Snyder Cut, then yeah, I would have no problem. I would probably treat it like a series, basically. Yeah, there
0: is actually a way to watch. Like, Remember when it came out, I forget, there was like specifically a website that, that put it up on how to watch it as a miniseries. It was like, stop at this time, stop at this time, stop at this time. Um, which I, 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 I still stand by the fact that I think that I've I watched, I watched it multiple times now. Still stand by the fact that I think the Irishman is so good the
2: and irish man it's the irishman
0: what did i say i always man.
2: say the irishman yeah like it's, it's multiple two words. Of
0: irishman okay well irishman yeah. um i still think when we look when people just like we look back at the godfather i feel like that's gonna be the way, gonna be the way that people look back at the irishman
1: you say that like we didn't just have a conversation like a week or so ago where we talked about how The Godfather was overrated. I don't yeah,
0: Eric was talking about say, that.
1: You no. didn't say it. But No, the,
0: no, not literally you. when I
1: Not you. It was not you. I will clarify. When I went and
0: saw The that. Godfather in theaters, <laughs> I forget what anniversary it was, but I went to the AMC uh, in San Diego when I was in college, and obviously all I'd ever heard was all this hype about how great The Godfather was and i'm like no it's impossible it's po- it's impossible that it's that good
1: it's not true
0: and i went That's and saw impossible. it in theaters and i was like oh okay it makes sense now why this movie is regarded as one of the best movies ever made because that movie is incredible i went and watched i last was it last christmas i i was i gave you my heart yeah kind of uh, I had, I had been, you shouldn't have seen
1: last Christmas. That movie was
0: bad. I had been seeing a girl for a couple times and she invited me over to her house and on Christmas. No, it wasn't on Christmas. It was around Christmas time. And oh, okay. we were like, Oh, we were going to put on a movie and you know, put on a movie and you know, cuddle or whatever. And we put on the Godfather. <laughs> she says, she really want to watch the Godfather?
1: <laughs> what? And That's we put on the Godfather
0: weird. and literally all we did was watch the Godfather because we got so sucked into the movie. Next thing we know, three hours later, The Godfather's over, and I had to go it's home. Like the, because that's how good that movie worst, is.
1: <laughs> the worst Netflix and chill session that's ever been recorded.
0: I mean, it was a good Netflix session. Maybe not such a good chill session, but. Uh, no. But yeah, because the movie is good.
1: Never put on something that you actually want to watch. Yeah, so. That's the rule. Everybody knows that. Yeah.
0: Um, it's
1: okay. It's not your fault.
0: Anyhow. I forget what point we're, we're on.
2: You know what, Cameron? That's completely okay. Um, I think this is the perfect time (laughs) for us to take a quick little break. I know there's a couple more points. Okay. Transition you expected. (laughs) Yeah. I know there's there's a couple more points that, uh, want to get brought up. Um, but with that said, let's go to a quick little ad break and we'll be right back shortly after this. (laughs) This episode of the ad like refund podcast is sponsored by Popple, the number one selling digital business card. So guys, with our specific like field of work uh-huh. that we work in, being able to share your contact information quickly and efficiently is like super important, mm, right? Mm-hmm. So, up until recent years, paper business cards were kind of the way to go about that. So right now, I'm carrying on me my Popple card, Whoa. and with a quick tap of that against someone's phone, it's gonna share all of my contact information. It's like and NFC. And Yeah, the NFC Tech. Oh, dude, that's dope. It'll share my Instagram, my Twitter if I want it on there, social medias of any kind. I have our Spotify link. So if someone asks about the podcast, I can tap it right there, and it'll send them directly to our podcast if I want them to. Oh, Um, sweet. It's really cool because the way it works is you can actually kind of create, like, a little, like, profile-type thing. So it can take you to, like, a home page. So let's say you're out at some sort of, like, networking event. Uh When you tap, it'll bring up everything that you want people to see. So you could put, like – Here's my LinkedIn, my Instagram, my website, um, and whatever else. And all those options will be right there so they can kind of click to each one as they see fit. Or you can also change it to this one mode where it's like, oh, I'm specifically at an event for podcasting. I'm going to do it so that when I tap the card, it takes them directly to the podcast. So super customizable, able to kind of share the information that you specifically want to share. Um, And what's cool is, like, I've noticed a lot of people don't necessarily only use it for those reasons like for like business type reasons if you're throwing like a party or something like that like it's a quick way to like you could tap it and it sends invitations to people or whatever so there's all kinds of ways that they could be used I like it the having the card because it's literally like a little credit card I keep it in my wallet at all times there's other versions that you just put on the back of your phone they just released an Apple watch band that you can use that has the same technology wow. all of these little things are just a quick little tap and all of your information. what's it called again so called Popple. So for anyone that might be interested, visit their website, it's popple.co. Um, use promo code ILR20 for 20% off your order. That's I-L-A-R 20, all wow. run together in all caps. You'll get 20% off your order. Or there's a link in our link tree in our bio um, that'll take you directly to the site with our code. So I highly recommend it. I've had it for a little while now and I've already tapped quite a few times, sharing my information with other people. One thing I really think is funny about it, your friends owe you money. You can link it to your Venmo. <laughs> you tap the card and your Venmo pops right Ryan on up. Ryan knows me a they lot know exactly who to send it to. Yeah, so you just kind of slide on over, tap it, and it's going to pop up with your Venmo there. Tap so this. Lots of great uses for it. If you're a business professional, if you're not a business professional, great ways to use this and kind of share your information, making it a lot quicker than having to, you know, oh, what's what's your handle? Oh, well, it has two spaces and three underscores. And now nah, just give it a quick little tap. Your information is all shared quietly. So thank you so much, Popple, for sponsoring this episode. And now
1: back to your regularly scheduled i'd like a refund guys i think we're dancing around something here with this film based on the conversation we've had like it's very monotone More like All helicoptering said, around uh, kind <laughs> of yeah uh cameron kind of said some stuff that made me think this and i just want to present it to the group is this movie boring yes Yes, right. I think that's my biggest issue with this film is that I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm not invested in the characters or if like if this just the story just isn't there, or the topic's uninteresting to me. Like, I'm just bored watching it. Like, I, I don't. It's just super. Like I said,
2: like I said earlier, it just feels like it gets very repetitive. And yeah, as and I mentioned this earlier, as well crafted as the movie is, it's like. I'm, just, I'm seeing the same kind of story beats over and over and over again. Uh, and so, like, I can see why people would say, like, oh, that gets kind of boring. And you know me. I don't care about a runtime of a movie. But no. when an hour of your two-hour, 45-minute movie is just kind of the same thing over and over, it's like you're going to start losing some people there, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd say that whole kind of, like, middle chunk when he's, like, rising to fame. Yeah, the second yeah.
0: act is Is so the, the boring. The
2: pacing like the pacing it's like in terms of the film it's like it's trying to move very fast but it doesn't feel like it's moving very fast
1: and there's a lot of weird subplots thrown into the middle of that Mm -hmm. too which doesn't which helps slow it down like they do the thing with bill macy where his wife just keeps fucking everybody um and they do the thing with philip seymour hoffman where like he's attracted to dirk but Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter like at all in the future of the film like they're just shoehorning PTA, a lot of stuff in there to slow the movie down.
0: PTA is known for his subplots. I mean, Magnolia is literally just subplots. Licorice Right, pizza. but you would
1: agree you would agree that having a subplot that doesn't pay off is just a waste of time. Oh yeah, no, I'm not like, defend I'm not yeah.
0: defending him. I'm just saying, you know and I think that's one of the reasons no, uh, yeah, why I, I like it. Licorice Pizza so much is that Licorice Pizza doesn't have salty. any subplots. It is the movie is, you know, there is a story. That's there.
1: true. That is fair. That movie centers on two characters, and they don't step away from them. That's true. Yes, exactly. it's not the case. Exactly.
0: That. That's exactly how I would say it.
1: Yeah. Word for word. Word for word. Yeah. As someone who does not like Liquor's Pizza for other reasons, I will give you that. Like, at least that movie had a you story Twizzler, worth listening to.
0: Hey, why do you like Liquor's? What I were mean, the other I d- reasons? I-
1: Oh, I'm not. We don't have to touch on this. On well, the episode. I'm curious. We really
0: don't. don't bring it up.
1: I've told you. We've we we we'll talked talk about, about it on that before. episode. Yeah, when it comes around yeah. <laughs> next week, <laughs> it's PTA month <laughs> this week. <laughs> and then our our fourth episode is we bring on a teacher.
0: You know what's funny is like, literally, I I went back and was like looking through all of the movies that like I wanted to choose for this episode. And I was like, "Oh, that movie! Oh shit, that's M Night. We can't do that again. Oh, that movie! Oh shit, that's M Night. We can't do that. There are literally multiple movies by yeah. M Night I wanted to do." um, Yeah,
1: I've got one. I've got one I've been sitting on forever, but it it involves somebody that's been on the show way too many times already. So I'm just kind of biding my time. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't want. And I didn't mean to sidetrack us no, with no. like the licorice pizzas and all that, but like yeah it's just where I. That's at the end of the day that's where I sit with this film and I think that's why our conversation is going the way it is, is because for a movie that's as highly acclaimed as this one is I think and maybe it's just our age group because like I think when this came out like people that were born in the 70s and the 80s when you know this industry was much more what's the word I, what's the word I want to use here prominent yeah, I guess like, I mean, it's changed so much based on what it was back then. Um, but like, those people grew up in that time period, and now like, people that were in their like mid twenties when the movie came out in 1997 grew up during the entire run, like s- setting timeline of this film. Yeah. So like, it resonates with that group of well, people, whereas I think our age group cannot relate. To anything that's going on in that film in terms of like the actual like setting and time period. And like you see stuff set in the seventies and eighties and like you get nostalgic for it because like maybe it's something that your parents or like an older sibling or whatever, like got you very interested in. So you enjoy seeing it, but you know, you shouldn't have a parent or older sibling, maybe an older sibling, I guess that got you interested in seventies and eighties porn videotapes. video tapes like that's probably not a thing in most households, so I, I just think this you don't doesn't know resonate family. with. Pe- no, I, I'm a. i am I mean, you've said you've said enough. That I feel very confident <laughs> uh, about this in terms of your family, but I. I mean, you could tell me if I'm out of pocket here at all. I just really think well, like this movie just does not resonate with people no, I our think, age, and I think that's why we find it boring. I
0: think you you've got a good point. I didn't think about because like when I was reading the reviews for this, like I saw like a review that said like this movie replicates the, this movie is the best movie about like the, the most accurate representation of the seventies since the movies in the seventies.
1: Mm-hmm. That
2: was, so like, that was one, like of my, Night Fever. Well, it's one of my favorite things about this movie is the fact that it was like a lot of times you see films that are set in like these eras and it just doesn't quite land. Like it's like, okay. Yeah. Like I get it. Like you changed the signs and you have all the proper cars and like, but it still doesn't like feel it. Like take up a movie like uh not Once that my I Time remember. in Hollywood. No, no, because I was gonna say <laughs> I was a good example. No uh, I thought you
1: were looking for a good example. No, no, okay. no. Like
2: a uh, I guess like a like American Hustle. You know, it mm. kind of like has this like very like false vibe. Of that yeah. era, you know, where it's like that movie could have taken place in modern times and nothing changed. Yeah, exactly. It. Like it, 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 or there, what there was another movie that recently came out that I was like, I don't know what time period this takes in place uh, in because the like me, <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 because it was like these characters never use like phones and their cars are kind of old. But then at the end, there's like, oh, here's the internet. Like, I don't remember what it was, but this felt very true to the time period. Like it, I, I felt agree. like I was smack dab in the middle of the seventies going into the eighties um it, it felt very genuine and, and i appreciated that um one random thing that just came to my mind right now while we were talking about this one of my favorite just little nuggets of something that was in this film was the argument over switching from
1: film to digital oh yeah it's, i was like uh, yeah. ah yes now this is my cup of tea <laughs> yeah joel like sits back cracks his fingers and just like now we're
2: cooking <laughs> yeah. the gas I was like, oh, okay, like this is such an interesting thing to throw in here, but I guess it's like
1: that. It's like that meme of like the guy playing video games in his chair. Where oh, he's yeah, sitting yeah, back yeah. And then he leans up. That's you when that part of the story <laughs> comes up. So it's like something that I can relate. Another
0: to. another kind of interesting thing I, I saw was that apparently Newline Cinema told PTA that he either had to agree to make this movie R or under 3 hours. Okay. He cuz he wanted to have an NC17 film that was over 3 hours long. And they said we can't <laughs> we can't do that. We can either let you be, you know, we can either let it be NC17 and under 3 hours or R in over 3 hours. That's a fair And so ask. P- so he gave them both. So PTA said, "Okay, we'll do I'll do an R-rated movie, that's over three hours long, and then you end up making a two-hour and thirty-five-minute movie.
1: Could could you just imagine what this movie would be as an NC seventeen?
0: Oh well, it'd be very no. easy.
1: No, but like like just just think about how far this film went in certain aspects, and going up. At least one rung further and just think of the movie that you would be watching i mean at that point you're just watching i porn. was gonna
0: say like it would be you know actual pornography
1: mm-hmm. we just get which multiple i scenes. think like the scene of julianne moore where she tells dirk digger like you can come in me i've had my tubes tied and this time we actually see the shot
0: so that would be very interesting I
1: mean, I'm, like, i like, I know you're shaking your head at it, but like that when you say NC17, like what, like, what further am I supposed to think with in terms of what going from R to NC17 that we've already gotten in this film? Like they don't sugarcoat much of this. So apparently,
0: the rough cut was longer and had a lot more graphic, Ayo. explicit stuff, and they cut that down. And then there was a version that they sent to the uh, MPA that they had to cut about 40 seconds from.
1: Just imagine the studio, like the the suits with the MPA watching this all in a room together. <laughs> it's like, huh? It's a very interesting shot right there of Mr. Diggler's penis. Interesting, <laughs> hmm. indeed. Oh my God! What a I just can't e- I can't even imagine what this movie would be like in C seventeen. But I don't know if uh, anybody should be making in C seventeen movies. The last one that came out really, they uh,
0: <laughs> really did not go too well. <laughs> what was the last one that came out? Blonde. It's oh, blonde. Blonde. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. I haven't you were very either. excited for it too.
1: Like you were looking. Didn't you pick it in the next Netflix draft? All I think I did down pick the road it, yeah. back then. Yeah. Again. And it finally came out, and man, is it not going over well. Not even for the NC17 aspects of it. There yeah. are other elements that it's getting trashed for, and if those things are true, it's rightfully Some so. Some egregious CGI choices. Yeah. Oh, I don't but know. But it's okay because they went. No, it's <laughs> okay though because they went to Marilyn Monroe's grave and asked permission to tell yeah, the story. Sweet. So, <laughs> I heard.
2: I think it was on podcast the ride they were talking about it and they were like, "What if she?" Or no, no. I think it was you on Genre Geeks.
1: You like, "It was me." What yeah, if they I said it. no? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I I brought that up. What yeah, if she said I, no? I assume, I have not been able to stop thinking about that story since I saw it's like the fucking try guys now. It's like it's all I ever think about <laughs> at this point. Dude, just like a story has engulfed my mind for an entire week, and that was that story for that week. Like all I'm thinking about is this woman in a in a moment that i felt like was sincere from her went and did this thing but because it became publicized and she publicized it it yes. sounds like the dumbest thing i've ever heard
2: it had had no one ever heard this story yes it would have been a very that probably would have been something very special to her Who knows? know like it, it still is it, it could have yeah. been
1: something that she could have told like in you know, like a memoir or something where yeah. people
2: are gonna be like, Oh, you know, what a story. No, not yeah, it's right like now when, when you donate to charity
0: Twitter and then right after you donate for charity you say, Hey guys, I just donated charity <laughs> Just so like, yeah. you're yeah.
2: like here's my here's my ten minute YouTube video of me taking a homeless man to get a haircut, feeding him food and then sending him right back <laughs> yeah. on the street. <laughs> Was that make you homeless again?
0: <laughs> I gave a homeless man ten thousand dollars and then asked for it back ten minutes later. What are you Mr. Beast? Yeah, exactly um
1: (laughs) cameron you were gonna say something about the try guys so
0: yeah that snl video (laughs) was really funny
1: i haven't watched it it yet i saw saw it was so funny like i feel bad for those dudes like i really do not the not the shitty one obviously but that video is hilarious And, and it's
0: really it's really funny seeing uh social media's backlash to the snl video um Cause like I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I did not realize the Try guys were as big as it's they seem to be now.
1: Oh no, they're like huge. This is well, th- I mean they are. They always had a big following, but this is the this is the most popular they've ever been. I, so
0: I, I mean literally these tweets talking. And about they didn't even have to try. These 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 tri- these Try guys go like. I, I it's all I see on Twitter and I'm like I even know like the one white guy Keith. Um Nat <laughs> yeah, like I've like yeah. oh I've seen that guy before. I didn't know he was a tribe. Yeah, they guy all live out here, ever. so
1: the tall dude with the I've seen him glasses. yeah, I've seen him around all the time. Um
0: but I just think it's so funny how people were like taking the SNL skit so seriously. Well it's
1: that's like, the thing is like
0: It's a skit
2: well, Okay, the the point that people are making is like look basically mocking them saying like why is this affecting them so much like it's not a big deal but it's like no at the end of the day like, these people were all business partners like part of their brand is their image and when you have something like this happen like yeah it's detrimental to all of them but at the end of the day it's a freaking snl skit like the stuff they joke about on there sometimes is like far worse than this whole I... try guys situation, and people <laughs> are like go
1: putting themselves like out there like no you
2: can't believe you're doing this to these guys they're so in it like i saw that
1: skit broken down in like the best way that i've seen so far where somebody was like that skit is not even about what happened to them the skit is about how in our world of like social media and news what we perceive as important news now because you know ego in that skit is trying to talk to us about like the war in ukraine yeah. and it keeps getting interrupted because more information is coming out about the try guys that's the joke that's the joke like oh no people but ryan you can't make light care- of
2: this situation people
1: got hurt i mean i i totally understand that. like you know there's adultery and a lot of ethical issues with the things that happen with those guys and i feel bad for those other dudes i really do but there i don't I don't think SNL did anything out of pocket. I'm, if anything, the only if anything the out of pocket thing that they did was have somebody who had connections to the dude that got fired write the sketch. That's the only thing that I think maybe they shouldn't have done. But that that's overall the best part. I mean that's what makes it funny. I but like. I mean, instead of try guys, they should be the. To the be best
0: fair, guys now. the first time I heard about the whole try guy thing, and like I was, they're like, they're like, oh my god, you did something terrible. I'm like, oh shit, did like he like. You know, assault someone, and they're like, "He cheated on his wife." I'm like, "That, <laughs> like, that's why time. everyone's going crazy." I don't. This shit happens all the be, time.
1: It's because it's because it was with an employee. Yeah. At the company. Yeah. That's. And fine. like to be like, clear, it, obviously, I'm not it's a, saying it's a business cheating
0: is okay, but like,
1: no, of course not. But it's not that by itself. Would it's not. It's not the, like
0: the like, yeah. I mean. Like, are like, I, I can't imagine there have been many companies where big players, CEOs, CFOs, COOs, there hasn't been adultery, in, you know, in the top ranks. It seems like it'd be very rare. Yeah, I've
2: seen Mad Men. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> so in the in the in the skit when they're like, hey, "You know, that's it, and they're like. Yeah. This is a crime yeah, against he humanity. Didn't, he didn't
1: tell his friends. <laughs> That's the real issue here. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's so it's so funny. I've watched it a couple times and now. Bo and Bowen Yang it, it is so
0: funny because yeah. <laughs> that Bo I, I, I was, try guy's name. Was it Eugene? Is that his name? It was yeah, Eugene. He yeah. was so serious. There's, the
1: there, so there's there's the w- so the try guys, there's the white guy with glasses. There's the other white guy with glasses. There's the other white guy that got fired, and then there's Eugene, who's the Asian one. Uh,
0: so uh, anyway, if you listen to this podcast and you're a big fan of the Try Guys and you hate me for laughing at the whole situation, <laughs> yeah. I mean it is like you said, it is kind of crazy. There's so much stuff going around, like in Dude, the world. And that, ha- that happened. And it's that's like, what the it took of, yeah. over.
1: It took over TikTok. Like that's like my whole feed was all trippy shit. Okay,
2: I gotta ask you guys something. Sorry, this we're all fun tangents. We'll we'll get back and wrap this up here in a little bit. Yeah, but this movie sucks. Okay, question for you guys: Did any of you on TikTok start getting the fishing scandal stuff?
0: The fishing scandal. Yes. Is this the like, that they vi- put weights in the fish? What do you mean? Yes. I heard of it. I think I might no, have gotten. I don't Dude, know about there's this. so many sports okay, so scandals going on right now. I know.
2: So it's like the chess one, and then there was the fishing one, and the then the poker one. The other one I saw the other day. Yeah, the poker yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TMZ Sports keeps posting about it. No, the fishing one. Like, I just saw this video out of nowhere, and it was like a guy checking someone's fish at a fishing competition or whatever, and then he's like...
3: There's weights in this fish.
2: And all of a sudden, like, this mob of, like, 35-year-old white men, like, <laughs> converges on this other dude. And uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of random. And then I swipe, and, like, a few videos later, it's like, full video of the fishing competition. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, well, I'm going to watch this whole three-and-a-half-minute TikTok. I watched the whole thing. And I swear, like, minutes later, I'm scrolling through, and there's a video of this guy who's, like, doing the green screen things, so, like, the video's playing behind him. And he's like, uh... Am I the only one who randomly ended up on fishing scandal TikTok because I don't know how I got here? And I was like, "Me
1: too." Like I don't know what's going on. But what's the po- What's the poker scandal? What is that? I didn't read into that one. Okay, so
0: essentially, this woman was playing this dude, and like the world, was it like the world tournament of the World, world Series, Series of poker? poker? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And
1: classic old ESPN Two late night channel.
0: She went, uh, like he went all in. On something, and she had literally nothing in her hand, like literally nothing. And he went didn't all even in, have any cards. And she she called him and went all in, and they both showed their hands, and she won with like jack high or something like that. And he was just how? like, and he was just so like, h- how. Like, yeah. he was shocked. His face was hilarious. Because he was, like, you could see him, like, literally. Like, he was just, like, trying to figure out what happened. And so they were, and, like, she, I don't know exactly why, but she ended up giving him his money back. Um, really?
2: Because yeah. he's, well, uh, you heard why, right? No, I didn't hear why. It's because he went up to her. he's like, I'd like a refund.
0: <laughs> it was, like, a $250,000 bet. It was, a it big was pop. yeah, okay. it was huge, and like they were saying, like statistically, there's literally no way she would have ever done that. Um, you know, it's funny that they say that because those are pros playing me. I'd be like, yeah, call. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I call. Yeah, I call. All, yeah, all in. in. Exactly. Just go yeah. all in on every hand. <laughs> Pretty much. You'll scare them off. Exactly right. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we are way, way off topic. That's
1: fine. I think we should talk about, like, something that bothers me about this film as well. I talk about how, like, stacked this cast is. But to be perfectly honest, a lot of them are pretty useless.
0: Well, they all... Yeah, they all go on their own little stories.
1: Well, so I guess maybe we should just talk about where these other stories... What these other stories are and where they go. To, like, kind of... It's almost, like, determining, like, whether this, like extra side quest in the film is worth the time. Like, that's kind of where my head's at with it. Cause like, I think like the stuff with like Don Cheeto, like I think the scene where he goes to the donut shop with his pregnant wife and you know, that everybody gets killed except him. I think the way that that scene is done is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoy how they made that scene. But in terms of the story, I don't care about this. Okay. Scene so his, cause we spent so little time with that character and I know the big, element with him is like i don't have enough money to get out of the porn game and start my own business and at the end of this there's a bag of money that's just sitting there and he takes it like i know like story beat wise like it clicks but i just was never invested enough in that character. so that's where really i disagree with you
0: um don Cheadle's character in my opinion was the most interesting side character in the movie
1: i i think i would agree with that but that even speaks to like how little i feel about the other characters <clears throat> like i would agree with you like that like that side story that one and like julianne moore's that scene with her at the at the hearing those are like are you could argue are the two best scenes in the whole film well i think they're like, the scenes
2: with the most emotion
1: right which is the movie is devoid Well, of i like the scene at the happen. end do you like the stuff with Alfred Molina or are you talking about like the very yeah, end? Yeah, I'm talking
0: stuff? about the very end.
1: Okay. Um like when they all reconcile? No,
0: like when he pulls out his penis. Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> I mean like I'm probably being too critical of like like that character, but like are you really that invested in like the the cowboy porn star I I am creating I, his I, own I, like like stereo stuff? I am.
0: Um, okay, I, do, I, I I I and this is and this is something that I will say the first time watching through Ryan, I believe I shared the same sentiment as you as going, okay. oh you know what I you know, these side characters don't really matter. The second time I watched it, they hit a little bit harder. and I will be honest, I do think during I, I the, during the Ton Cheadle stuff, this time there were some tears welling up uh during his story. That
1: scene I, and again, that scene is incredibly well done. Like, well not just wanna, that
0: scene. Like like that. the whole stuff of like his wife and you know them meeting and all of like yeah. that I feel like
1: uh, he hasn't he has an arc, yeah. Like I totally get what you're um,
0: saying. And just in general, like the side, like the side story stuff, didn't bother me nearly as much this time as it did the previous, as the first time I watched it, because I kind okay. of, I do feel I understand, I understood what the film was doing a lot more, and like, under, like knowing, I feel like a big issue was is going into the movie expecting a certain thing, because again, this movie, I, I and I, I feel like. This is part of the reason why I had such an issue with it. This movie is very different from most movies. Very different from most movies. It, it very much feels like a PTA movie. Um, knowing how his stuff is. Um, because it doesn't function like a typical movie that focuses on story. It focuses on theme a lot more. So I think that was the issue the first time going through. This time going through, I knew exactly what I was getting into. And so I was able to pay attention more to knowing okay there's not really going to be a story that I get a resolution to there's not really going to be any changes so knowing that I could focus more on what I was actually seeing rather than what I was hoping to get and I enjoyed it a lot more this, at least I enjoyed you know I enjoyed it more I still think it was that boring part, yeah. that part I enjoyed a lot more I still think it was a very boring movie um mm-hmm. that there's so many scenes that didn't seem but like you know the stuff with you know William H Macy, I enjoyed that a lot more this time. The stuff with Don Cheadle, I enjoyed that a lot more this time. Uh, the stuff
1: with the stuff with Bill Macy's just really sad. Yes, like
0: <laughs> poor guy. Um, yeah,
1: he just finally it's just one too many times, and he just snapped.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, there's there's I feel like I feel, and I, I didn't really ever want to watch this movie again i really disliked it the first time and i'm glad that i did watch it again because i okay. i appreciate it a lot more it's still i still don't i i would not want to watch it a third time i appreciate a lot more for what it was and i appreciate what it was so you're, you're done you're you're out on i'm out nights. on boogie nights it's, over. I, it's not a movie i would want to watch ever again two is enough uh, but yeah. like i said i I appreciate it a lot more this time, and I really, really, really did like the Don Cheadle uh, subplot okay. a lot.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, no, you're you're right. I I I was probably the subplots, a little too harsh honestly, on that one for me because I I do like that one. Compared the subplots to the
0: other ended ones. up being way more interesting than the a plot.
1: Oh, the a plot is well. So the that worst, was the point like, one I was of the worst parts of the movie. to you,
2: Ryan, is the fact that like you were saying, you know, like, do I really even care about these people? And I think what it comes down to for me is the fact that, like we were saying, with the main plot, you're just getting the same stuff over and over and over again for a right. good chunk of the movie, that when you go to these side characters and these little subplots, at least it's something different. You know no, what it's I mean? Fair. Like, it's, yeah. it's breaking up the monotony a little bit, um, as opposed to just constantly staying on this same story of, you know, where his rise to fame is going, you know, and him kind of kind of starting to feel like this big hot shot and whatever, you know, and, and the, the the slow downfall because he's getting more into, you know, the drugs and all these other aspects of it. You can only go so far into that before it's like, okay, now I need to start seeing some real, like, you know, issues arise from this. Because for a while, it's just like, nothing's going wrong. You just see yeah. him start to go down this path, you know, but nothing negative a has happened A
1: self-inflicted path, yeah. Right,
2: but, but we've yet to see any, like, negative consequences as a result of it until Correct. you start getting towards the end so having these other people that are going through situations where their life maybe isn't as easy while we're watching this other guy just living the life is kind of a nice little break in the monotony you know as opposed to just constantly staying on that story
1: mm-hmm.
0: also okay. r- no it's, real it's quick totally you mentioned uh, philip seymour hoffman's character a little bit earlier ryan did you know that jack black uh almost got that role
1: I did. There's so many casting what-ifs for this film. Like, so many. Um, um, that would have been interesting. I mean, PSH is fantastic in almost everything he's in. So, I have no, no complaints. Especially <laughs> since it only comes out during, like, the fall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the PSL, but, you know.
2: Oh. it's okay. PSH, the Pacific Sos Highway. It's a bad job.
0: Well, oh, that's okay. Um, I have one more thing. I was going to mention. I forget.
1: Oh, um, if we're getting close to wrapping, yeah, I have one last thing I'd like to touch on as well. Um, John C. Riley is he? He would obviously be one of the biggest stars in the porn industry based on his look in this movie. <laughs> like that guy just exudes well, he's a porn star. Yeah, like there is not a single person in this film that exudes porn star more so than John C. Riley. Like just not, even, not even close. Like, like I wish that his character had more to do in this film, but he got a nice happy ending. So he can't, uh, <laughs> damn it. You can't say happy ending in a porn movie. Yeah. Right? That was, Come
0: on. yeah that's a that bad was, job. It was a what job?
1: <laughs> Go to commercial.
0: <laughs> hey folks, have you heard about the, thing that you tap
1: <laughs> um i don't know if i have thing i completely forgot what about um what about those scene with the the roller roller girl and yeah it was hard to watch they the picking up the guy in the street yeah like that's that was a that was just not an enjoyable scene to go through. I had to imagine that that's the scene that Burt Reynolds like looked at at the like when he watched the film after it was done and was like, "Why in the hell am I in this film?"
0: Yeah, it was a rough one to watch. I,
1: like, I just did not enjoy. It. I guess that's where this boils down to is like I just didn't enjoy a lot of the stuff that I saw. Like that scene, the Bill Macy stuff. While it's very well done, it is very jarring and very upsetting. Um, the uh the scene with Dirk in the car where he's gonna you know i think i don't remember specifically what happens but i, I know it at the end he gets his ass beat because was he he that dude was just paying for dirk to pleasure himself right that's all it was like he just wanted to watch yeah. okay yeah like that scene is very uncomfortable especially with the ton, like the societal tones that it kind of sets in it um yeah there's a lot of uncomfortableness watching this and i As much as you say, like, you had a better time watching it a second time around, I don't think it's something that I would want to watch a second time.
0: So, I remember exactly what I was going to say. This movie, to me, feels very similar (laughs) to another movie that we had on this show. It was actually brought up earlier uh, on this episode, too. Aloha? Yes,
2: Aloha. Once Upon a Time.
0: Once Upon a Time, yeah. Very, very similar to Once Upon a Time.
1: Which of these, which of them do you like more? I'm curious.
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't like either of them, so it's like you know choosing.
1: That's why I said, which do you, which which do you dislike less um, than?
0: I mean, it's like choosing would I rather you know get the flu or pneumonia? Um, <laughs> if you had to watch one again, which one would you watch? Uh, well, seeing as I've only seen Once Upon a Time once, I'd probably watch that again. Um,
2: I mean, I think that's I think that's the right answer because when. Cameron's going to finally watch that again and be like, huh, this is really good. Because,
0: I mean, think about it. They're, great feet they're, shots. Ten out of ten. It's It's a movie about, you know, the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood. Which you get, like, Joel
1: mentioned earlier. I think that's a movie that does, a like, a great job of putting you in Hollywood.
0: the time period. It's very uh, kind of meandering. You know, it kind of goes slowly place to place, you know, kind of focuses on the characters rather than the story. And then the ending is a completely different tone than the rest of the movie. And doesn't really make sense with the rest of the movie. Um, True. True facts. So I, now thinking about like that, I, 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 it makes sense that I don't like either of them because they do have very similar kind of... You know, things. Now, I laughed a lot more in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's for sure. Um, although I do think it's just a more I think I think it's just a more enjoyable. I do film think plot. that this it's I do fun. I do actually think I laughed a lot more this viewing of Boogie Nights than I did the first time. There's some funny stuff in here, darkly funny, uh, but some funny stuff in here.
1: You know what this sounds like to me? Uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you will. This sounds like to me that you picked this. Remembering your first viewing and then watched it again and realized maybe it's not as bad as well, you thought it was.
0: Yes, and you know, that, that's ha- I think that's happened on some of our episodes before. A couple of times, um, yeah. Now, I would be clear. I still don't think this is, I, I still don't like this movie. You know, right. I might give it two and a half stars, two stars on Letterboxd. And does anyone have anything else to say about the movie no and so for the sake of our whole gimmick i would ask for well ryan this movie came out in 1997 how much how's the ticket bet then
1: about four it's about 450
0: so i would probably ask for about three dollars back. (laughs) three dollars back um,
1: I think, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think I'm think i in the yeah. same boat around that area with you.
2: I'm going to ask. I don't know if I made this very clear through the episode. Uh, I'm not going to ask for anything back. That doesn't shock me. I don't think, like I said, like the subject matter of this film, I think might be a lot for some people to handle. Every aspect of it, you know. Um, But at the end of the day, like, it's a solid film. Like again, for me watching it, it was very well crafted. Very much
0: so. Mm-hmm. You can tell yes. again
2: that he knew exactly what I wanted to do. And he was true to that. And I appreciate that. Um, will I ever watch this again? I mean, probably not. Not um, bad choice. And not, not it, again, not because it was like, Oh, I disliked or something. It's just like, it's one of those movies that's like, it's uh, uh, like, not that these are very comparable, but like, I'm not going to watch American history X like ever again i've seen that once and that's all i need
1: you know there's movies there's movies that people like that they don't want to watch a second
2: yeah you know and so it's like i I had no issues with this it had its problems here and there there were lulls at the time not lulls like laughs but lulls (laughs) um (laughs) um but yeah at the end of the day i mean it's
1: it's a solid film so You know what, I'm going to, just to get an official score in, I'm going to just go a little different than Cameron. I'm just only going to ask for two bucks back. I think there's enough on the technical side here and, like, enough of an appreciation as to the vision of the artist here that I I don't want to ask for as much money back. Um, But I, I... I said early on that I don't know if I like this movie or not. I think it's I, I think this is a case where I appreciate the mm-hmm, movie, I yep. don't necessarily like it. I think that's where I stand on this one. Awesome. Right. That's Boogie Nights. Boogie Boogie. That's Oogie Bo- Boogie, you know, Boogie. I Nights. always
0: when I was a kid I always mixed up this movie in Saturday Night Fever.
1: Oh wow, wow. that would be very different if you brought the wrong yeah. tape to like <laughs> to yeah, like a imagine? children's birthday party. <laughs> I don't
0: even know what Saturday Night Fever is about.
1: Hey guys, I'm here for the sleepover. I brought Saturday Night Fever. Dirk Diggler pulls out his penis.
0: Ah.
1: Oh, you wouldn't have made it. You would not have made it to that part. At that, that (laughs) all the kids are like,
0: "Oh my god, PTA is such an artist."
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like they just all these kids. Do they they get that big?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll never know. (laughs) <laughs> the world may never know.
1: Mr. Owl.
0: I'm just, just sad to use the prosthetic actually. and not his actual penis. Well, there's
1: our clip for the week. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um so what uh so we did our refunds. Um what's next? What do we
2: yeah, have I to think do? Next? Do you guys have any uh any recommendations that you want to get into? Um have I seen anything?
1: Oh, yeah, I have one.
0: I want to recommend okay. <laughs> a movie that I just saw called Triangle of Sadness.
1: Classic Cameron. Yeah, you brought it up three yeah, times I know. during this Well, I think, it's, I think it's quite Cameron. excellent,
0: and I don't know if
1: it's... You gave it five stars. You said it was your favorite movie. Yeah,
0: it is so far.
1: Or, the or excuse me, the best film you've yeah, seen. This
0: um, year. It's Cameron really said, good.
2: Cameron said, hey... I think you'd really like this movie. The score's phenomenal. And I was like, Oh cool. And I go to look who the composer is and there's no listed composer.
0: Yeah. There's actually no, no score in it. I just told him he
1: I lied. I, yeah. He, there isn't one. If I get off of work early enough tomorrow, I think, yeah, I'll
0: it's, it. it's really good. I was really impressed. Um, well, one of the rare um, movies where the second act is the best part. Um, that does not, not happen, happen very often. often at and all. all three acts are very good. Um, that's very, very good. highly recommend it. makes sense why it won the Cannes film festival.
1: Yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. It can. It can and he, meant, he will. Yeah. It's that's, you do know that that's not how you pronounce it's it. It's can. Right? No, it's no, not. not. No, he, but he said the S. Oh, okay. What is it okay. pronounced? as? No, it's, it's called raisin canes. Okay. All right.
0: Ryan, what's your recommendation?
1: You uh. I'm going to go for another film that is in the theater and the one that is currently the top dog at the theater. That is Smile. Yeah, um, you know, we're in spooky season right now. Um, this is, like, I'm not the biggest horror fan. I think I've seen the most horror movies out of the three of us, and that's mostly happened Zero recently. <laughs> Sm- yeah, because of, because of Joe, yeah. Um, Smile is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen.
2: You know what's funny is I watched the trailers and they're terrifying, and I'm yes. like, this movie looks like it's so scary that I
1: have to see it, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I, you know, our, our friend Whitney, friend of the show, uh-huh. Whitney, um, she asked me about it after I saw it, and I I told her like, you should. It's not actually
0: scary. This. Like,
1: yeah, like it's uh, horrifying. Like, I jump out of your seat. Like, if I could have physically jumped out of my seat, I would have done it. Like. What made it, it so scary? It scared the shit. Out. Uh it's just how the like the suspense in it. It's not like you know how a lot of horror films were like they'll kinda telegraph like when you're supposed to expect yeah. the scare. Right. This one it just does it. Like they like don't they don't telegraph it. It's like, oh, here you go, scare. You didn't see that coming. And the thing that's like really like freaked me out about it is it bends it bends reality in a way that you'd never truly know if something that you're seeing on the screen is really happening or huh. not. So it's very much well, like mind. I know in the in trailer at the
0: very end where like she get like the person comes up to her door and then her head flips over oh, like God, that God. fucking freaked the hell out of me. And that's kind of just in the
2: trailer. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, ah! like <laughs> that, that.
0: No,
1: that tra- trailer trailer's is horrifying. And
2: most of the times that I saw that trailer were at the freaking AMC universal IMAX. Yes. <laughs> all the time. All the so time. you would not recommend um,
0: this movie for me?
2: I, no, oh, for you, no. I don't think
1: your heart could handle this movie. Okay,
0: because I was kind of thinking about going and seeing it.
2: It's like Cameron has to sit next to the defibrillator.
1: I I never want to tell somebody that they shouldn't go see something because I he's I recommending this movie and, seeing, and then he says Cameron, don't see go yeah. see it. Yeah, <laughs> I truly value people seeing things for themselves and making their own judgments on it. I really do. But if you're asking as your friend and confidant, I truly believe that. You would not do well. All right. I'll probably
0: do what I'm going to but do I, with Barbarian and wait for it to come to streaming.
1: Oh, that. Oh, God. That one was scary, too, but not as bad as Smile.
0: Because uh, Barbarian comes to HBO Max uh, in 15 days.
1: I know. I'm so glad I saw that. That was so good. Barbarian was great as well. So
0: uh, that way I can be in home and, you know, turn off the laptop <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> Just yeah. shut it very
1: fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um,. Joel, do you have anything that you've seen recently that you want to recommend, the MLB
2: playoffs? I'm going to pull a you guys here, actually, and just recommend the last thing I watched. Um, Werewolf by Night mm. was very good. I watched that. Um, yes. I don't want to go too we all far into it. it because I may or may not be talking about it on another show soon, but I recommend it. So check it out before I am on said other show. Great. But that yeah. said, um, it's time for me to let you know what we're going to be watching Next. Um, so we just talked about a whole movie where a major plot point is the fact that this dude's just huge, okay? So we're gonna keep on that trend, and we're gonna watch Hulk. Not the Incredible Hulk. We're watching two thousand three. Ang Lee.
0: Hulk. I've never seen this. Starring movie.
2: Eric Bana, directed by oh, Ang God. Lee. I I haven't seen it either. You've neither of you have no. seen it? No. Oh my goodness. I remember like I loved this movie. And not that I loved this movie as a kid, but like it was a movie that I was like, I gotta go see Hulk, I wanna see it. Um this was a movie I saw Blockbuster. That's how I saw Hook. Wow. Yep. Love it. Um Love it. I'm fully invested so, now. Um yes, I I specifically remember like as a kid what my thoughts were on this and so I'm curious to see what I think now. I wish Blockbuster was still around just wait for that new randall park show i'm excited that Net- looks fun netflix is like you know that business we put out of business here's a show about it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna inadvertently bring back Wouldn't blockbuster that be that'd be sick dude that blockbuster presented by netflix that one is still in oh, alaska. Uh, alaska right i or think wherever. they closed yeah that's still there no oh.
2: the i'm uh, pretty sure if if it's still how it was it's not the alaska one that's still open it's the one that's in bend Oregon. yeah there was one in alaska oh, okay. that was open but it, there we was to, yeah, uh, there closed. was still one in alaska
1: we need to grandfather that remaining Blockbuster store and make it a national landmark. It can never close. Yeah, okay. the last one is in Bend, Oregon.
2: I almost, yeah. w- I was up that way a couple of years ago um, in Portland. I think it was like four hours outside of Portland, and I almost made the trek over there just to go see it.
1: Blockbuster is such a vibe that people that have been like born and grew up since it got went away will never understand just – how awesome blockbuster was
2: i'm curious the no more late fees ladies were blockbuster employees so i'm sure they'll have thoughts on the show coming out so oh man i miss blockbuster Mm -hmm. me too all right well well, and on that note cameron why don't you bring us home
0: all right well everyone thank you so much for listening to this week's episode (laughs) of what
2: that was just a funny sequence of events I'm like Cameron, why don't you bring this home and you're like sitting back in your chair and you're like all right and you like lean forward as cameron or ryan also leans back like as if like oh, i'm done
0: <laughs> all right everyone well thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the i'd like refund podcast as always you can check us out on our socials refund pod for instagram same thing for twitter uh you know check us out uh listen to our podcast like you're listening right now tell your friends about us you know we've uh we've, we think we've been putting out some pretty good po- um, content lately uh and unfortunately our viewership is around the lowest it's ever been so oh, uh you know feel free to you know tell your friends about us you know go on a date and bring us up i don't know spread the news somehow just you know just say hey
2: not where i thought you were gonna go with that
0: <laughs> you know uh, just have more people listen to us and that's not me begging if you don't want to you don't have to but if you like us you can uh but folks thank you so much for listening to us and have yourself. a fantastic rest of your week